Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Think Tank podcast. My name's Maria Van Vuglis from The Conscious CEO. I chat with various experts who are making an impact in the universe on topics such as business systems, personal branding, pitching, lead generation, revenue and profit, mindset, public speaking, and even team culture in the world of business. So welcome to this episode. actually a really good friend of mine and um, he will be sharing his insights in regards to his uh, journey um, being becoming a leader and um, succeeding really well in um, in businesses and within his own company itself can you tell me a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do yes certainly uh, thank you very much for inviting me for this uh, interview I'm happy to be part of this journey but you just started. Uh, yes, as you said, my name is Imre Tomás Tóth. I have been living in Australia more than uh, 13 years. And uh, I have been managing businesses, uh, big companies, multinational companies, corporate businesses, and uh, smaller companies as well. In the last 15 years, I worked as a CEO and um, yeah, just roughly a year ago, I decided I want to uh, move on from this role and I want to focus more on uh, training, business consulting mostly. And uh, now, these days, I have people and companies to have a more profitable organization. And at the same time, not only about the profit, but to achieve what they really want to achieve in life. So it's not only business coaching, more a kind of life coaching. So that's what Fantastic. I do. And uh, I love to do these kind of things. Uh, for me, it's not only about, as I said, business or not only about profit, but overall the, the value that I can see when I train people, the, the feedback that I see on them. Excellent. And um, you've come a long way with a wealth of experience and knowledge to where you are at, at right now to be able to help people, you know, go through the same sort of journey that you've been through as well. Yeah, I had uh, yeah, a lot of uh, adventures and a lot of ups and downs and interesting things happened in my life. But as we know, uh, so many challenges in life and it's not really about how many times you fell down, but how many times you get up. And uh, I was programmed that way in a really, really young age. I was only four, and my dad started to teach me wrestling, and uh, in a playful way, certainly, but in wrestling so often you fell down, and the only key to keep continuing to get up. And that's what I learned so many times, just get up, just get up. And that's how I was trained. Uh, that was how I was programmed. So. For me, those challenges in life, of course, they, those ones were really hard and challenging, but I just knew that no other option. Just get up and keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I've actually found is the key thing to be able to really uh, keep that motivation going and uh, keep that focus going is to maintain that resilience uh, when you do hit those challenges and obstacles to continuously push forward and push through it and bounce back up each time, like you said. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
so often um, would be more comfortable just to stay in your comfort zone. And uh, still you can tell to yourself, oh yeah, that's still a good, good result, good life. That's still a good achievement. It's still a big success. But if you feel that something more within you, you just listen to that voice and you just keep moving forward until you achieve those things in life, what you want to achieve. And I'm not only talking about business, not only sport, not only relationship, every field in life. That's how I see that. Yeah, definitely. And um, uh, we're, we're automatically programmed to keep stay in the safe zone, which can um, either control people or we can break through it and move through those limitations to be able to get where we want. So can you tell me, um, with your journey, what was the most challenging barriers that you experienced um, in becoming like a leader and confident person to where you are now? Mm, okay. So to choose one, yeah, I had, as I said, quite a few, but if I have to choose one, just first thing that came into my mind, when I came to Australia first time, I uh, studied here, I studied business administration, and after I went back to Europe, I managed Daily Mail. I worked for Daily Mail, and uh, uh, first I was responsible for one country, later on I got uh, four other countries, and uh, it wasn't the same thing what I really, really loved to do, because when you... Uh, when you manage media, it's a different industry than when you manage other other businesses. And anyway, I decided I want to come back to Australia. So I came back to Australia and I decided at first I just want to travel a little bit. And later on, maybe I will stay here. We'll see how, how I go. So finally, I met with an opportunity and uh, I thought uh, maybe I can work as a, I don't know, maybe a personal trainer or just a, just a trainer who can train MMA fighters or, or people who want to learn more about MMA and I can teach them the takedown and how can they fight on the ground. I have experience in that. And I never really thought I can actually continue my career back in Europe. But I, uh, the same career that I had back in Europe. I can work maybe here also as a CEO. I never really thought about that. I thought because I have a tiny bit of accent, maybe, uh, some, maybe everyone noticed I'm not a native speaker, not a true blue Aussie. So since I have a tiny bit of accent, I decided, oh yeah, just, I just can't be a manager here, especially a CEO. So I just started to work as a trainer, as a uh, MME trainer, and also as a personal trainer. And I went to a gym. One, this gym is one of the biggest gym and also one of the biggest fitness institution here in Australia. And uh, the very first week I met with the owner and the owner said, look, I want to really keep you here and not only you, but every single personal trainer, because if I have more personal trainer, they pay me the, the rent fee and it's just good for me. So to make sure you're going to be successful, you have to understand how you, you can become a successful personal trainer. Because he said, it's not about how you look, how, how, how big you are. It's not about how you know the biceps curl and exercises. It's about business. It's about business. We're going to teach you business skills, okay? I said, yeah, yeah, I always wanted to learn more about business. Absolutely, I'm happy with that. 
yeah, yeah. I, I'm so open. <clears throat> I didn't <laughs> tell him, but probably since I'm just a human, like everyone else, first thing came into my mind. Actually, I managed quite a big companies in my life, so 500 people plus. But I didn't say that. I said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in a submissive, in a submissive position, I, I always just, yeah, yeah, I want to know more about that. So he started to explain me things, how his life, how his business, how he became successful in this field. And I was so good listener. And I just wanted to know more about him. And I let him to be really open. And I just asked questions. And he talked about so many things, about his life, his family, and everything. And I asked later on, can I ask you how you, how you train? Because I see you are a big guy. Actually, you look really big. He said, yeah, 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 I train actually. Uh, sometimes every day and sometimes I don't train even maybe for three weeks. And I said, oh, really? You don't train even for three weeks? How come? Why is that? Look, I have businesses, as I said, everywhere through the world. I have a couple of businesses, not only in Australia, but I have so many other countries' businesses, so I don't have time because I travel a lot. And he explained me these things. And I said, but if I understood you well, you told me you have two sons. And you also told me that they are your everything in your values, value hierarchy. They are the number one values, your family. That's how I understood. Absolutely, he said. So if they are your number one, and later on you told me that also... Uh, you'll want to look after them as long as possible. That's, that's for you just so, so important. And you also mentioned that if you are not fit, you are not healthy. That's what I understood. Absolutely. So if I try to see the equation, so if you are not training every day, you don't look after your health every day. So you are basically, you do not look after your two sons every day in a way. And he started to think, actually, what do you do? What, what did you do in the past? I see that you don't need much, uh, so much training about business. So he started to ask me more about how, how what did I do in the past, da, 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 and uh, what, what, what I told him, if I were you, I would just decide if my family is the number one issue and my two sons, I would just put... Monday, let's say 11, Wednesday, 10 a.m., and uh, Friday, 2 p.m., that's my backbone. That's my daily routine. This is just cemented. And everything is around this, because this is my number one value. Family, and because of my family, I have to do these things. And if you do that, doesn't matter. You travel a lot, you go there, or you go here, or anything comes up. But you already decided that's what you have to do. And I continued, if you give a strong promise to your gym buddy, even better if you give a strong promise to a personal trainer, he's going to expect you and he want to see you on the gym floor as you discuss with him and no other option. And he, start, he smiled and he asked me, Amy, you want to be my PT? So I became his PT straight away. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. and you know, Maria, at that time, personal trainers charge, I'm just talking about the average, so many excellent tra uh, personal trainers out there, I know, and I, I do respect them a lot, but I'm just talking about the average. And I saw myself as an average. I'm just talking about myself. It's a reflection. I just 
looking into the mirror. That's how I saw myself as an average personal trainer. But a couple of uh, weeks later, I charged more than 100. And when I left this role as a personal trainer, I charged 200 per session. And uh, I had around 25, 30 sessions per week. Wow. And wow. Uh, I just started to notice it's not about your accent. It's not about your uh, limiting beliefs. It's about your mind. And I just noticed still I can give the same value tip to people. I'm still interested about them. I still want to know what they want to achieve. I'm still a good listener. And it doesn't matter which field I, really, I, I, I am. I, I can be in this field or any other field. Still, I have the same values, the same mindset. And that's why I, that's when I started to see myself again, the, the way as I saw in the past. And I, I just explained to myself, it's not about the accent, not about the, the it's, it's just about your mindset, the, your way of thinking. So we, when you say you had those thoughts about, oh, it's not my accent, it's not this, it's not that, what did you say to yourself in order to overcome that self-talk? to be able to create a strong mind? I just started to uh, see my result. So I just started to see that <clears throat> uh, even though people coherent, so eloquent, so articulated, you know, still they don't have the same result in that field what I had. So I just noticed that uh, it's about result. It's not. It's not nothing else. It's just about the result. So it doesn't matter uh, how you try to pull back yourself. If you have result, it's behind you. And I just started to see myself again the the same old way as I saw before I came to Australia. And I just yeah became within a few months later I became. As a CEO again, I was hired. I went to Headhunter Company, and anyway, I was mm -hmm. again in a CEO role. Okay, and I think um, you know, just to add to that, I think it all comes down to having that self belief um, when you are. Um, you know, when you do have those limiting thought patterns going on in your mind to be able to say, uh, no, I actually believe in myself and I can do it. I may not know, no, I may not know now how to do it now, but I can figure it out and it'll be fine. Absolutely. Uh, I, um, but for me, that, uh, that uh, strength came, came from result because I knew already I have result behind me and I, I knew that already. It doesn't matter if, if you have a result behind you, which is not on the same level and not in the same field, not on the same field, but still it's a result. And if you focus on those results and you are the one who achieved those results, it mm. can, be, can be useful for you in every single field in your life. It can be a sport result, as I said. It can be a, a kind of result that you achieve with your son, with your daughter. doesn't matter. It's, it's something which is a huge result. And if you achieve that, yeah. it's already something that you can look back and you can say that, yeah, I, I'm the one who achieved that. And if I had a chance to achieve that, and if I was able to achieve that, I can do achieve so many other things in life. And, and again, it's just how you value, how you see yourself, because so often people tell to themselves, oh, yeah, yeah, 
I achieved big results with my kids. Is it a, yes, it is a big thing. Actually, it is one of the biggest things in life. Absolutely. And that's what I said so often to clients, to people, to my managers, to my colleagues. It is. When they tell me that, oh, Imi, you know, I didn't really achieve too many things. I said, I don't believe you. Sorry. Being so straightforward, <laughs> I just don't believe you. And when I asked them to tell me more about yourself, just, just anything. You don't have to talk about your success because you don't have, okay, just tell me anything. And when they tell me things in their life, I say, you see, do you think it's just so normal? It's normal for you. It's not normal for everyone. So it's a huge result. And just build on that. And just build on that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I agree. So how did you, did you experience any fears that may have come up? And um, how did you move through that if you did? Uh, sorry, Maria, can you ask please again the question? Um, did you experience any fears that may have come up to, you know, really stepping up into that confidence person and really achieving those results? And if you did, how did you overcome those? Maria, everyone experienced that. Those people who say, I have never experienced that. The only difference between them and between those people who say yes, the level of awareness. Maybe they mm, didn't. That's right. But everyone experienced that. And it's not, nothing wrong with uh, fear. The problem when people don't admit they had a fear and they are not able to solve those things. The way, as I see, normally two kinds of fears. One of them when people uh, just fear of failure or success, whatever. And the other one, when they compare themselves to others. And that's a huge one. Mm. When they compare themselves to others, you know, because they think, oh yeah, I, 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 I'm not able to do that kind of things or that kind of things. I can't be that great coach. I can't be that great CEO. I can't be that great uh, judo fighter or wrestler or, yeah, you don't have to. It's, you just have to be better as you really are now. And uh, yeah. when people understand that and then they really embrace that, they just, 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 just move up and they just go as far as they really want. And that's the biggest hindrance. And that's the biggest uh, problem when people start to compare themselves to others. And... It's, it's, it's just uh, so simple, but still, that's the biggest problem that almost everyone has. And what did I do mm -hmm. again when I did that? Because as I said, I did, everyone. Uh, I just started to think, yes, yeah, if I can't do that, but what, what, what is the thing that I really can? And I just compared, and, and, and I just thought, thought that, okay, maybe I can't be that great, let's say, uh, father, just use another example, not sport, not business. Maybe I can't be that great father, but still I want to be, I want to be the best father of my son. I want to be the best, uh, whatever it is, you know? So it's again, not about everyone else, but it's about me. That's what we have to understand. You, you can't compare and you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. Yep, you are your own competition, I say. Absolutely. And I have a really strong mm -hmm. competitor and everyone has really strong competitor and you just have to just be a little bit stronger than that guy who is in the mirror, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. 
And um, did you experience uh, experience any points of procrastination and how did you um, move through that uh, quickly to be able to, um, so it doesn't let it affect you with your results and progress? Yes, I did many times. Uh, I, I experienced procrastinations. Uh, I just looked back again and started to think, how important is that for me? Is it really important for me? Because if it's not, okay, let's just procrastinate. But why am I expecting result? I, I'm a really straight shooter. You, since we know each other quite well, <laughs> you know that. But And people who spend a little bit time with me, they know that I'm a quite straight shooter. And I'm not shooting to other people very straight, but to myself as well. And I always start with that with myself. So I talk to myself very, very openly and in a very direct way. So I just ask questions. Why? why uh, so, okay, let's say if I procrastinate that, why I want results? Or if I want to procrastinate, let's just do that. It's okay. Yeah, you, you can procrastinate. You can have a casual life. You can have a comfortable life. If you think that's comfortable, just do that. But what I experienced many times in my life, and I heard that also many times since a really young age, from my parents and uh, from other business people also, if you want a nice, and if you, have a, if you want a successful life, you have to understand, you have to have so many hard things in your life. If you, mm. if, you, if, if you want an easy life, you can have an easy life. But at the end of the day, that's going to be a hard life. Because let's say just in a practice, if, you, if, you, if you're ready and if you're willing to have easy choices, easy decisions, that's fine. You just have all the easy decisions and no real challenge in your life. But you're going to be a hard life. If you're willing to have hard uh, decisions and uh, you are ready to take hard actions in your life, you can have easy life and good results. Yeah, I think the more risks you take, the, the bigger the, um, the, the prost, like the result that you can achieve. So if you keep play safe all the time, they're the kind of results that you may achieve within business or in life in general. So that's really pushing the boundaries of that comfort zone and pushing through that to be able to create greater things and, you know, reach your greatness, um, which is, you know, going on from what you had said. Um, so tell me, did your... Yep. So yep, just a go quick ahead. example of what I said, and maybe it's more understandable, but I try to say that, let's say, uh, if, if you don't want to have the hard choices in your life and you just want to eat every day, let's say what you like to eat. Let's say, let's talk about me. I, I'm happy to be vulnerable, you know, and I'm happy to, to show that face, which is not the, you know, the always the confident and the businessman and he knows everything. <laughs> so let's talk about that. I, I'm happy to eat sweet stuff every day. I would love to, you know, every day. Sweet stuff. That's my downfall. But if I do that, easy, you know, easy choices, just Another, let's say, baklava, another sweet, uh, uh, tiramisu, another, let's say, just uh, cheesecake. Easy, you know, you don't have hard, hard uh, challenges. You just choose. But the result that you're going to have, that's going to be hard. So you're going to have a hard life. Mm -hmm. If you choose, let's say, 
broccoli or spinach. And it's not that easy. And that's hard decisions. But you have a chance to have a good life in this field. That's what I try to say. Yeah. Before. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. So with your, with your journey that you've had um, with where you, from, to where you are at the moment, did that affect every other area of life, positive or negatively? Like did you um, create much more fulfilment and abundance in other areas or did you find that other areas tend to uh, not be as um, uh, fulfilled, let's say? Um. So let's say if I had a success in any field in my life, it was an impact on the other field as well. So if I was successful in sport, I experienced that I had an impact on business. If I had a success in business, even in, in my family or the way as I uh, handle my son was impact on that. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. I. I think those things connect and uh, I saw that uh, you can't really separate one thing from the other. Everything is connected with everything. That's how I saw. Yeah. I noticed uh, from my own experience when, um, when I'm so focused in my business, my health tends to suffer. So it's a matter of becoming conscious in um, maintaining that um, awareness in other areas, areas of life. You know, you gave your example with your son. So I can totally relate to that as well. So what do you do now to be able to um, create that uh, wholeness within all areas of life? Um. I try to keep the balance. So what you said, let's say this example, if you focus on business much, maybe you can't focus on the health that much. But the way as I see, and as I said, I, I'm just the same human than everyone else. Uh, probably I try to do the same thing, but I just can't let to happen because I start to think, okay, why is it a good excuse for me to have less time to train, less time to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. When I eat the healthy stuff, do I need more time to chew or to just that simple way, you know? Or yeah. do I need, yeah. no, it's just, no, you just wanna be nice to yourself. You just wanna be a little bit more lenient, you know? You just, but you don't have to feel sorry yourself, you know, because you don't do bad things with yourself when you eat healthy, when you go to the gym, you are not doing bad things with yourself. So I just, really, really hold myself accountable in every field in my life. So I, I see this is a big circle and every part of the circle, I, I just like to go through time to time and make sure they are balanced. Family, mm -hmm. relationship, career, uh, finances, health, fitness and health. So I just like to, again, hold myself accountable in every field in my life. Yeah. And um, I think that also comes back to um, when you said in the beginning of the um, this Facebook Live is to do with values as well, really understanding your values in each area of life and knowing how to fulfill them um, and reassessing that on a regular basis, just as what you just said. Uh, when people tell me that, so I use values so often, and these days it's really fancy, really trendy, fashionable to talk about values. Back even 15 years ago, I talked about values. When I, I, when I agree with the, with the shareholders in any company, 
I'd like to know what's the, what's the shareholder's value, what is my value or what are my values, and if they would match, and we can create the yeah. company value, we can work together. Mm -hmm. And in every field in life, often when, when people tell me that um, they can't do this, they can't do that, I really want to know what's their value. I, is it really uh, number one, number two, or maybe the third one in their values? Because if it's not, maybe you're just not that motivated, not that inspired to have that thing yeah. again. can be sport can be business related. So that's always the question. Uh, you have to choose something what you really feel inspired by that thing. Yep, definitely. And, you know, being inspired on a daily basis to really check into actually why you're doing it. So tell me, leading on to the next question, which is what are your top three uh, rituals that you recommend um, to actually, um, that really shaped you for who you are as, as the person that you are now? Um, one of them, uh, every morning I like to get up before the sun gets up. And maybe for some people it's scary, but it's just me. And I, I vote- I'm a morning riser too. <laughs> Pardon? I'm a morning riser as well. I love to okay. watch the um, yeah. come up before the sun comes up. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if I, let's say, if I live on the beach, I go to the beach and see the sun rise and watch mm. that. And for me, it's a good meditation, gratitude about gratitude and just connect with the nature. And uh, if, if I live, let's say, inland, go to a hill or on a just somewhere and see the sunrise. I try yeah. to do, and tr I try to watch also the sunset. I really love the sunset as well. So these, yeah. these two things, but I, I just see this as a one thing. And the second, I'd like to do every day a kind of sport. And uh, for me, yes, yeah, some people call this also a sport already because when I do this kind of walking thing, it sometimes takes, it, it takes uh, one hour, two hours. Yeah, it's a kind of sport, but for me, when I talk about sport, to do a kind of, that's sport that I have been practicing since age four, like MMA or this kind of uh, yeah. martial art thing. So every day I like to practice that because I have a chance to get up, to control those things that I have been learning from age four. And mm. it's, it's a really, really good thing. And it reminds me about you are just, you can fail down so many times. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an unconscious way. Always uh, these kind of th things bring you back in real life. And you just see yourself as just a human. And that's why since you are just a human, you just have to really, really be in the present and think about the next step. And think about the yeah, next step. Definitely. And just move forward and just get up and move forward. So that's another thing. And these days, uh, for me, which is also really important, to spend some time with my son. And maybe it's not something really CEO thing, you know, like people think, oh, yeah, CEO, or, you know. No, just, again, I'm just a human, you know. I, I like to be with my son. And for me, it's really important to spend time with him and uh, quality time. And to make sure if I call myself a CEO, if I call myself as a trainer, if I call myself as a business consultant who give who, who, who gives advice to other people and 
how can I do that in real life in practice? And when you have a family, that can be challenging. And you can see again yourself, are you a really good trainer or coach? And are you a really good uh, mm. mentor? And you do these kind of things in life really well? Or maybe when you are just in the front line, you do well, but back home, you just don't do the most important things. And it's again about gratitude, about um, how you can appreciate things in life. So these days, these three things that I don't want to miss at all any day. And you do those every single day. Yes. Fantastic. Awesome. Can you, um, so we're just going to wrap it up soon, but can you share some words of wisdom or um, inspiring words for anyone, any of the listeners that are listening that are really um, sitting back, holding back, you're not really um, stepping up and allowing themselves to really uh, live and reach their full potential, whether it be in business or whether it be in life. What can you share with them for them to go, yep, I'm just going to go forward and just do it. Yes, happily. Uh, two things. Uh, I just mentioned two things uh, really quickly. One of them, I uh, was approached a couple of years ago, actually now four or five years ago, I was approached by, I'm happy to say the name is nothing wrong with that, Smith Family. Smith Family is one of the biggest charities in Australia, and they support kids, kids with disabilities and uh, uh, family disabilities. They talk about family disabilities, like who has that their family is not that complex or not that compound. So the, 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 their manager approached me and he asked me if I can sponsor or have them. And I said, yes, I'm happy to do that. But maybe I would do that in a different way, not like normally people do that. I, I'm not able, or I would be, but I, for me, that's not a half if I give you this amount of money. That's for me not a half. But I am happy to do if I meet with those kids and give them another mindset, another way of thinking, and program them the way, and I program them which gonna stay with them and will be with them later on. So finally, I met with kids who were uh, 16, 17, 18 years old, and they were just to choose a career. They were just before to choose a career. And they asked me, what's the best thing to to choose a career of what we should do. And what I told them, the most important thing, to choose something that you really feel it's coming out from you naturally. It's not about how trendy to be online, to, to have, you have to use the laptop every day, you have to use your mobile phone. It's, it's, you have to be present online. It's not about that. It's about how you feel, what, what do you really feel It's valuable for you. If you work, on the floor, and I showed them, if you work on the floor next to the assembly line or the conveyor belt, at least that useful when you manage businesses as a CEO. Mm -hmm. And if you love to do that, you just have a happy life. So that's really important to choose something that you feel it's you and not I have to choose that because it's fancy, everyone does that and it looks good and cool. It's worth nothing if it's not you. So uh, that's one of the things. And I explained them they can have success in life if they have a great attitude. Because when I choose people, when I hire managers, I'm not hiring on what's their education or what's their experience. Could be important. But if I feel they have a great attitude, 
they have strong drive and energy and they just want to achieve and learn, I will hire those people. So that's one of the things. The other thing that I like to mention, if we, to, if we work with people and we do that, doesn't matter if you are an IT expert or if you are, a, as I said, a personal trainer or if you are a dietitian, you work with people and you sell something for people and they pay for your service, your product. The most important yeah. skills to listen, to understand them. And yeah, it's again, it's, 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 it's a, so many people heard that and they think they know that. But you know only those kind of things that you do in practice. That's the only thing that you, that you know. And what you never used in practice, you don't know. You heard that. You can say that I heard that many times, but still you don't know because you are not using it in the practice. And it's, it's not in your life. So to be a good listener, that's one of the key of the success if you work with people. Because no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. You can be the best trainer. You can be the best coach ever. Who cares? Can you help me? How can you help me? The only way you can help me if you want to know more about me. And to know more about me, you have to listen to me. You have to. So that's the key. That's a so important thing. And again, people think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that many times. Whatever. Yeah, still, do you do that? Is, is, that is, is it present in your life? Do you really listen to your clients, to your family, to your colleagues to your that's the key fantastic thank you so much for those beautiful words thank you so much for tuning in and i trust that this episode has been helpful for you in business my name's maria van vickers from the conscious ceo till next time bye for now